the, the world is largely turning digital. We are now currently living in a world so blessing that we never lived this way in the past 50, 100 years. And uh, now the technology as it speaks, which is a good thing, but technology have developed, but the artistic dimension of life is um, somehow slowly fading. So it creates a deep pain within me to witness this because um, to many people's experience now, mobile screens and social media becoming a window in most people's life. It, it become more real than life itself. So this is a painful thing that I witnessed. And uh, somehow I think this, this missing sensitivity to life around us is affecting our life in a very big way. Because indeed, as we are suffering stress, anxiety, and lack of focus, and many people just couldn't stand something, even reading 10 few minutes, just, you know, be involved. Lack of focus. I thought how rich our life experiences, how rich our life is. That is the reason why even I thought of rebranding and taking this into a very big uh, way, thought of making into like a vision of my own to bring this um, dimension to people where by by transforming their space in, into a possibility, one could explore their inner dimensions of life. Namaste, hello, welcome to Prunership Diaries. I'm Shweta, your host for this show. Each week, I interview either solo pruners or entrepreneurs or mom pruners or side pruners from varied fields and expertise. If starting a business is on your mind and you want to learn the nitty-gritties of running a business or you want to become a solo pruner, jump right in. Let's explore the intricacies of taking charge of your own business. Welcome to Prunership Diaries. Uh, Today, we have with us Shantriga Ravindran. She's a self-taught artist who loves art and all its forms. She specialized in painting murals, portraits, and mandalas, that is sacred geometries. A mission is to bring art and aesthetics to people's life by transforming their space. She believes that no human should live in a space where there's no possibility to turn inward. Art, design, color, and shape as the ability to open different dimensions of life where people can naturally find expression to their inner nature. It is also a very peaceful and meditative process for her on a personal level as she believes in healing influences of colors. She hopes to inspire and connect people with their playful inner child while adding colors to their lives. I am so excited to talk to Shantriga and the amazing art she puts out to the world. Welcome to my show, Shantrika, and I'm just hoping to have a delightful and artful conversation. Welcome to my show. Hi, Shweta. Nice knowing you as a person. And yes, let's dive into this. Wonderful. All right. So without further ado, uh, let's get started. In our previous conversations, uh, you had mentioned that you were working in a full-time job. Um, Could you tell us about that? And also, what made you to take the decision to quit? a full-time job, and then start pursuing art. So basically, art is, is a new dimension for me altogether because me as a student, I studied um, 3D animation and visual effects. A general thought, you know, after studying, then, okay, let's what to do and finding for a job. Then ended up working in a hospitality firm, uh, which is under um, digital marketing and design for five years almost. Yeah, I was basically um, head of department, the marketing communication department, handling guest experience team and promotional collaterals and uh, designing and all this stuff. 
But uh, ever since uh, my childhood, I always wanted to do something related to body and mind because I naturally admire this uh, segment of uh, work. Basically, any form of art, uh, music, dance and cultural films. Somehow it was not fulfilling me, uh, the need of what I was looking forward to, what I want to do. So after the five years of experience in um, hospitality line, I thought of three years back, I thought, okay, let's let's quit. It was a difficult decision at that time. <laughs> so I thought, okay, let's take a break and, you know, let's focus on what really matters to me. So basically, um, that time I was also in my new apartment, which four walls all empty. So I thought, okay, let's do something creative. And um, I started painting a general canvas painting. I know nothing about art. So I thought, okay, rather than buying somebody else's work and hang on it, okay, let's paint something on my own. It received impressive feedback from people around me. And um, I don't know, somehow since then, the, the color and shape amuses me in a very big way. It largely influenced um, my personal experience of life. It's, it's very nice. This is how the whole idea of art is actually started. Well, that's wonderful. So how was this journey? Was it something like you knew where you wanted to go? Or was it just about exploring, you know, this dimension of art? And, and did you have any idea that, okay, let me get on to do this particular aspect of art and then probably we could make it, you know, lucrative. So how was this journey for you? I'm a self-taught artist, as you mentioned earlier. So um, when I opened up myself, I basically, after I quit my job, I took a year break from everything. So I was just sitting in the home wondering what to do. I started different things like, okay, let's learn cooking or try cook some new dishes or singing, a little bit of dancing and then art. Wow. Like this, I basically kept myself free for the whole week, trying many different things to see where I'm feeling the clink, you know, where I find some drive to take me somewhere because I, I really always wanted to do something which is create some significance to people around me. Once I started painting it, I received positive feedback from people around me. Then I thought, okay, let's, shall I do something, some academical thing? Then I thought, because every people have some, some gift, nature's um, gift, you know, we don't have to mm-hmm. go into a formal educational structure that way. I thought this is not for me. So I thought, okay, if I want to learn art, I, I will rather, you know, travel around the world, learning different culture and seeing different art and, you know, to learn it by practices. So my art learning was largely from the experience that I made while I started painting different form of art. So through exercise, I learned different techniques, you know, studying different mediums like oil painting and um, acrylic painting and watercolors so what are they and how to use this it's largely through the experience that i made and to express the main subject of the painting you know if it's the form of the abstract or which way so it's like every time i start with a blank canvas it's it's a whole new possibility for me because i can do anything (laughs) because it's, it's all blank canvas okay now it's a new possibility so it will give me a little excitement to do okay let's every time I start a new project I wouldn't think about the final outcome I'll just devote myself to the process you know I will just day by day just developing it and uh, you know many times I'm amazed by the outcome it can produce I couldn't believe actually I could paint something like this it's like it took me a month a simple portrait may take a month or more you know I will slowly just do and through this, I learned a lot of techniques just to be totally devoted to the process without worrying about the outcome. And once it's fully completed, I'll be like, oh, wow, it's, it's nice. <laughs> so this is how I 
really learn learn art. Wow, wow. But so when you say that, um, you know, it was more of an experiential learning, like you learned from the experiences and you were exploring a lot of uh, art forms out there. Um, so was there like any inspiration, like, you know, were you following uh, any particular genre of art? Or uh, was it like something like you were working in various places in and around where you stay? Or like, how is it? Yeah, it's it's largely now mobile because I don't want to keep myself. And I thought, okay, initially I thought, okay, let's do some canvas paintings it started that way it then grew into a mural paintings like paintings on the wall so this basically opened up a new door for me where it's like i was, I was started getting different painting projects so basically i'll be often you know on the move traveling to different sites and um, wow. to different countries and i will sometimes be in the home and sometimes i'll be traveling somewhere else and and most probably like most of the time it's like if I thought that, okay, let's take a break, then I thought, okay, let's paint some mandala, mandala stones. Okay, I will I will drive, go to the beach. Then I thought, okay, let's build a camp, just stay here and paint overnight. So it's, it has been like this for me. It's basically the inspiration that I'm getting from the nature. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's somehow aligning me to what I'm doing. Wow. I mean, it's so interesting. And uh, of course, I mean, it's like very exciting that you've like, you know, learning from nature and, of course, having your experiences, like, from various places. I mean, it's it's very wonderful that, uh, you know, you're going places. And I think the journey seems very exciting because you're trying to find inspiration, uh, of course, in various places, but also nature. And I think that is just so uh, lovely because I think connecting with nature is what we all need to do. And uh, considering you are finding and taking it as an inspiration and putting out those lovely art pieces of art for everyone to see. And I think that's just so, so brilliant. I know you have started this uh, initiative business, which is called as Art Owl Creations. Uh, So could you tell us more about it? And first and foremost, I want to know what's with the name Art Owl. So basically the whole idea of this art owl, it's um, a little popping in to me <laughs> because an owl is um, it's a spirit animal which um, belongs to those uh, find wisdom in silence. So because this, this particular animal is known for its sharpness in the eyes to look beyond the veils of bears because owls, you know, the sensory um perceiving way of looking at things is too strong that um, in the morning it will be too glaring for it so that it can only see in the dark because of the sharpness of eyes it has to look beyond the wheels so I thought okay me as the artist and someone who's seeing the world through the naked eyes paying attention to everything that is life around me which is the keenness of the detail is everything for me to, to, to you know to look perceive and paint so I thought okay an oval is suitable for this so I thought okay art oval creations oh wow that's very interesting (laughs) oh well so moving on so what are the various categories or you know the services uh, that you offer and and i also want to know why the interest in mandalas so basically um different projects work differently so what i'm good at um currently what i'm offering is paintings which is canvas paintings two different mediums which is oil painting and acrylic painting and mural paintings. So mural paintings will be um, a painting which can be done on the wall. So this is largely depend on the location, where it is, and it, it basically customized to painting depending on the customer's need. So for this, how the process right. works is usually I will go for a house inspection or office inspection. I'll just go 
have a look at the wall and then, you know, to have some face-to-face discussion about what they're planning to do. Then I'll come back due to my expertise in designing. I will come up with some superimposition of the design, uh, 3D designs. So I will present this and uh, if they like how it looks like or some with some alterations they like, then it's, they will close and then the quotation will be out and the actual project will start. Yeah, and the outcome will happen. This is basically the process of painting a mural in home or office. And mandalas. This is the third um, thing that I'm currently doing. So why mandala is basically... Um, mandala is basically uh, Eastern tradition. It's also referred to as some um, sacred geometries. So uh, anything which a circle with a center is um, referred to as the basic structure of the creation. And this particular form circle helps individuals to focus inward. So naturally, mandalas aid in meditation. It, it's a form of um, art therapy for many people which currently using this as an art therapy, like a mandala meditation. few minutes of looking and interacting towards this circle, it can help reduce stress and it promote healing and it enrich focus to people like this. There are many healing benefits behind this. So this was one reason why I was currently focusing in this to how to use this ancient science to current generation of people. Yeah, different shapes of different, different colors, the science behind colors. This is what currently I'm studying. This is the current thing which is happening, but I also have a um, few plans, which is upcoming for this business, which will be art advisory or interior designing consultancy. This is something that I'm looking forward to do. Basically, art as a therapy, totally for healing, customized according to uh, the kind of issues that individual people are having. Like different people is lacking different things, like somebody will be longing for love, somebody will be stressful work. Like according to individual needs, how to customize a particular art, five elemental art, like something in this direction that I'm currently looking at which um, not yet finalized, but this is the prospect that I'm looking at. Healing people through your heart. I mean, amazing. It's, it's as good as it gets. <laughs> so could you take us through one of your favorite works or pieces of art that you have done so far and where you enjoyed yourself thoroughly? And could you tell us as to what, what was the art about and where was this, which place was it in? <laughs> Sadly, I don't have particularly one. Because I, I basically enjoyed each and every form of art that I've created. And because each one of them is unique, very unique in their own way. But if you specifically ask us, very special to me, I would say, in fact, the first painting that I painted after I quit my job, it's a painting of um, this Adiyogi statue, which is in um, Isha Yoga Center, Koimutur. It's basically an acrylic medium painting, which I made. It took me a month. To, to spend time in, you know, doing the shading and blending of the painting. It has so many micro uh, details in it. It's very special and intimate to me to the point it was, it turned out really beautiful. Then I thought, no, I'm not going to sell this. I kept it to myself. Then I'm taking a digital print to, to sell. <laughs> yeah. So this is one, I would say, that the most um, favorite work that I've uh, made so far. All right. Brilliant. How has been your journey as a solo pruner? And um, I want to know what changes have you been through personally? I mean, considering you quit a nine to five job and then you have been pursuing your own passion as a solo pruner. So how has this journey been? 
Could you tell us more about it? So, yeah, nine to six jobs. Yes. <laughs> Big days, weekends. So basically to me, it's, um, I don't know, um, out of my five years working experience in this corporate uh, segment, I don't know, it somehow a little um, made me um, a little stressed all the time. Simply because I was doing something just for the sake of earning, you know, and survival. And um, even though it was very much into designing and marketing and all this stuff, but I still, I, I don't really admire what I was doing because I don't find any significance in um, doing it. <laughs> that is the reason why I stepped out, just finding for a loophole, you know, to find a way to come out from this. I really wanted to uh, do something on my own to just to break this cycle. <laughs> When when I quit, when initially this nine to six cycle is gone, I, I heard that many people tend to become lethargy because there is no, you know, there is now no thumb in and out. There is just simply no, you know, head of department to constantly knock on us and there is no report to submit. Then um, I tend to realize that actually it takes a lot of determination and dedication to keep up with the consistency of uh, you know because when we start a new business at our own the only battle that we'll be fighting is just within ourselves just us <laughs> to have the courage to try something new you know to just letting go the current job because basically we will have this insecurity barriers in the mind what if i'm not successful and the fear of losing the job we will end up not trying anything new so i thought okay let's Let's just keep everything aside and, um, you know, to keep up, see some motivational things, you know, to constantly try every day. So I came up with a own schedule for myself. So what time to wake up, roughly what to do. So this is my working period. And it to me personally, it's a whole sense of freedom to come out from that cycle and finally do what I want to do. It truly matters to me. And um, when I took this break, I finally could see many opportunities around, many many things which possibly I could do, I could become. This new trend of this TGIF, you know, thank God it's Friday, it's weekend, somehow all that disappeared. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yes, and now it's like practically I don't have a standard working time like Monday to Friday. I practically work every day and I really love what I do. So now it's like there is no weekend, there is no weekday. I just enjoy what I'm doing every day. There is no particular time frame and just... On and on, morning, night. <laughs> this is exactly like um, how Sadhguru talks about. It's like no such thing as um, work and life balance, you know. If if our work is not our life, we shouldn't do it. So it's, it's really true in my experience. It's really enriching. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I totally resonate uh, with you when you said that, um, you know, it's, it's that freedom that you get. Um, I mean, of course, there's no nine to five. And of course, you have your own time to do whatever that you want. Of course, there's no work life balance, because everything is the same. You're just trying to uh, do whatever things that you could at a, uh, at a certain point in time, and they're just moving on to the next one. And uh, I think once you're obviously doing, there's, of course, no weekday or weekend. And, and so, so, so totally resonate with you when you uh, said this. Just a little bit of uh, self-discipline and uh, keep up with the time and we are there too. It's nice this way. <laughs> totally. Um, also, I want to know, uh, could you tell us about the challenges, um, you know, that you faced, you know, like start off on a new jo journey altogether with, of course, you said you are a self-taught artist. Uh, so, of course, it must have been like a very uh, difficult, uh, you know, because 
you don't know okay whether i'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing or this is working out uh, so i want to know were there any challenges that you faced as a solopreneur and are there any currently which you're facing as well at the moment so as for the challenges initially it was a whole new dimension for me because i never dwelled myself into this path of art career neither i know any artist around me who stayed because there are no very not much people is actually taking this the route now i'm seeing doctors you know many other technology is booming up but yeah to me it's a, i don't know if it works it's a whole new journey this was initially kept me thinking that will this really work but um when i started i didn't invest much um, time thinking of what if i fail and you know i thought okay let's put all out and whatever works works so i just i gave myself totally in this even beyond the risk of losing the job that i had i was like okay let's try this if it really works it it works let's give myself like 6 months time if it's really not working then there might be always um the chance to improve and improvise and i was studying a lot in this term this this was it and secondly the the financial management so at that time i had a little bit of saving and little bit of family support here and there because as a startup there was no revenue producing i also as as an art right we don't know how to price the art because if we go by product you know some clothing or fashion products so people can roughly say okay this will cost this much but the art it's generally based on who is painting it and the experience that it create for the other person so this was a little little challenges that i had earlier but um as the painting start sells somehow just got it's like if um, we cannot let our eyes off the shore we couldn't dive into the sea right simple as that as it started then a little bit of painting uh, started selling then i started got project basically i started my first project was with with isha center malaysia so they had this uh, beautiful tree painted at the um, at the entrance so this was uh, kind of like a volunteering it started this was not even a business so i started this as a volunteering and yeah that itself become a very a very good exposure for me and then the international project started happened and slowly that uh, become um, a very good exposure in uh, many mediums i started receiving call to ask for different different kinds this are the little challenges that i could see so i think it's it's more about just uh, putting your work and just being totally involved in whatever that you do and of course then you know probably more projects would follow and uh, you know of course the revenue would coming um i want to ask you like is there any piece of art uh, that you wish you had created it could be you know something um, in the past some art that you admire or is there something uh, some piece of art that you want to create sometime in the future so there is one particular a design that i made a year back It's a painting of the goddess uh, Gang- Ganga, the sacred river. Thought occurred to me when there was a um, this rally for river and all this project was was at full swing. Then I thought, okay, water element. I don't know. I deeply wanted to emphasize this five elements somehow in because I'm currently doing art healing and basically when we talk about the body is five elements. I always wanted to do something in the terrain since it was. related to water water element then i i specifically made this design of goddess gangesh i thought of doing it in a canvas but i proposed it uh, recently to a couple to paint it in a in a particular wall they really loved this idea so this is currently now in my things to do list we are in the midst of planning this it will be featured soon oh 
all right beautiful i mean of course you've told a couple of projects but then are there any current projects and plans that you're currently working on or you're planning to you know start off with some so could you tell us more about it current projects for now i have i'm looking forward to do a mural project in in a private home uh, this is going to be a two month project including this um this goddess gangesh this, this image is going to come up in their home so this is the upcoming project in a long term i'm currently looking into re- rebranding the business i had few um, plans in my mind so this is also part of things happening here and also launching of a yeah official website currently now it's in a social media but i'm looking in a larger perspective of how to bring this to the next level so i thought okay let's do some rebranding and a, a launch of a website this um new offerings that i mentioned earlier with the art consultancy art healing and some interior designing consultancy as part of this um plan in in a long term yeah okay that seems very i don't know interesting and intriguing and of course you are getting into a whole lot of stuff so all the best for that thank you <laughs> i mean of course uh, you know and we all have been uh, in the pandemic the past past one and a one and a half years uh, so especially during this time well being is of utmost importance for all of us so i want to know what is your well being routine like uh, what do you indulge in apart from art at times like this it's really important so my routine is largely maintained by my daily the yogic routines So I wake up with my morning sadhana, hatha yoga, practices, and some meditation. So this is um, largely managing myself in a in a physical level and also you know mental level. This is like uh, what Krishna says, you know, yoga sthakur karmani. So I first establish yoga and then act. So this is something that I really um, benefited from the experience that I made in 2019, my seven month experience with um, ashram in India. I learned this uh, practices that I'm practicing now it's uh, largely helping me a lot at this time of during this pandemic time because we are all locked up in the home and many people are you know going through a lot of struggles so I'm keeping myself busy in um, you know the flexibility in the body and uh, you know in the energy level some stability in the sense system is somehow very much needed for now and also I'm currently doing some meditations um, to keep my mind you know so now the mind is no more an issue so all this is supporting me in a big way now especially in my career to you know to stabilize my mind chatters in a you know to be in tune because to me art is like um, a very meditative process where the mind comes down and you know helping me a lot and apart art so i dance <laughs> yeah this is one way i you know i truly i'll just jump and celebrate life this way then classicals mostly it's a fun exercise for me you know where i can you know really dance and i can sweat a lot and enjoy being in tune with music a little you know apart art i just simply dance <laughs> wonderful because you're indulged in of course taking care of your well-being with yoga meditation and of course dance as well <laughs> super could you tell us about your perspectives uh, of relevance of art in this day and age in terms of um, the few fe- uh, sentences that i would like to say is um, also about art and aesthetics because this is something that deeply concerned me when i started my career the, the world is largely turning digital and we are now currently living in a world so a blessing that we never lived this way in the past 50 100 years 
and uh, now the technology as it speaks which is a good thing but technology have developed but the artistic dimension of life it's um, somehow slowly fading so it creates a deep pain within me to witness this because um, to many people's experience now mobile screens and social media becoming a window in most people life it it become more real than life itself so this is a painful thing that i witnessed and uh, somehow i think this this missing sensitivity to life around earth is affecting our life in a very big way because in deep as we are suffering stress anxiety and lack of focus and many people just couldn't stand something even reading 10 few minutes just you know be involved lack of focus i thought how rich our life experiences how rich our life is that is the reason why even i thought of rebranding and taking this into a very big uh, way thought of making into like a vision of my own to bring this um, dimension to people where by by transforming their space in, into a possibility one could explore their inner dimensions of life because as i mentioned earlier art the form of design color and shape has the ability to open up different uh, dimensions of life where people can naturally find expression to their inner nature it it can be an outburst of experience for many people so i truly believe that um everyone should know the um, the um, exuberance of celebrating the art and aesthetics of life this is my vision yeah so we come to the last section uh, of the talk which i call as the pruner spotlight section so i am going to ask you a few questions it could be on the personal front and the professional front and uh, you could answer to me in a word or two or a couple of sentences so i leave it totally up to you okay so do we get started kind of like a rapid fire <laughs> yes sure so the first question is uh what is your ikigai so ikigai is nothing but the reason for your being so what is that one thing which you would do no matter what is happening around the world on any given day so what is that one thing which you would always do simply sitting with eyes closed <laughs> super i'm at my best when i'm when i'm doing this <laughs> kudos to you all right Uh, my second question is any person who has inspired you or uh, you could also talk about a book which has inspired you so you can talk about a person or a book which has who has inspired you it's sadguru the founder of isha yoga center so this is one person i don't know he's simple but very immense um, this is what i would say it's largely yeah messing with my mind all the time you know it's very simple simple elaboration of life yeah i would say this one person make my life into a whole new possibility <laughs> wow wonderful so sadguru it is <laughs> all right so my third question is hypothetically if you turn out to be the richest person in the world tomorrow what would you like to do or would you continue to do what you're already doing i will choose art because um i will be doing what i'm really doing now because of the necessity it's needed for the world currently especially when everything is turning digital i think this is time for the art art and aesthetics part to come to life uh, this is one thing that i will invest my time and money into <laughs> that's brilliantly said okay uh, my next question is what is that one piece of art that you wish to complete in this lifetime is there anything that on your mind that you want to do it in this particular lifetime I always wanted to paint this ecstatic pose of Shiva. I don't know if I have a home of my own and a wall, I would definitely wanted to paint a very ecstatic 
intoxicating uh, dance pose of Shiva. This is always lingering in my mind, this thought. I don't know if I could do something this way, but yeah, I, I would say this. All right. Wonderful. And I, and probably we all hope to see it one day. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yes. Okay. My last question is, what is your definition of success? My definition of success is, um, say it's not a bit regardless of um, materials the, or the accumulations that we have in terms of, um, you know, money and what all we can gather. Beyond all this, I think the true success is when um, whatever we have, we, even if we don't have anything, if we could just simply sit and enjoy life the way it is, this is the greatest success. And as simple as it is, because many people are struggling to have this yeah, more rich people became, they always want more and the people don't have anything, you know, they are somehow it's, it's a struggle. So real success is regardless of what we have, if we could able to just simply sit and enjoy the silly, stupid way of living life, you know, because the end of there is no purpose than to just live. So if we can come live this way, everything will become beautiful and um, there will be no pictures in our mind and I would call this a real success. Wow, wow. So perfectly said. Thank you for that. <laughs> what is one key takeaway that you want to give the audience? So any last few words or it could be a tip or a lesson to the new pruners, like people who want to start this entrepreneurial journey or solo pruner journey or people who have stepped onto this journey but want to scale their business. So what would you like to tell them? It could be a tip or a lesson or an insight from your end. I would say for generally a business starters, see for many people, they always, whoever, even in my personal experience, right? Um, my relatives and I will see all these people will talk about, okay, I always wanted a business. Okay, investment, somehow always it will be happening in the vine, but they won't just execute it out just because of the fear of losing, you know? They somehow will think that, oh, keeping themselves very comfortable in a cocoon, thinking that, okay, tomorrow it will be fine. Tomorrow is the day to start. So it never worked this way because whatever we want to establish in the world, it has to happen now. Now is the time. So if everything is properly planned, they just have to just give a chance totally, you know, without um, fearing what will happen. Even if it fails, they anyway can go back to the normal nine to six routine because opportunities are all, all the time available. But if they are not risking it now, they may not going to see the light forever. So they need to have the courage to just step out and do to see um, what truly matters to them. This is um, what I truly feel. Wow, wow, wonderfully said. And thank you for those um, insights, uh, you know, for the new pruners out there who want to start on this journey. And of course, it's so beautiful to listen to you say that, uh, you know, you have this vision where you could uh, inculcate art and uh, also heal people through your art forms in whatever way possible. So that's just brilliant. How can one reach out to you? Uh, is it through your uh, Facebook page or uh, do you? The social media is now active into Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, very soon because currently um, I'm in the midst of rebranding it. So once um, all the, the things is finalized, it will be all out live and be, there will be more to offer under this um, brand. Yeah, for now it's Facebook and Instagram, yes. So thank you so much for that. And I shall surely leave these uh, links in the episode description. Um, and uh, again, I would like to thank you for being a part of my show. I have had an amazing and an insightful conversation with you. I really thank you to be such a nice uh, interviewer. 
thank you i'm so honored to have you and um, uh, for you to talk about your work and uh, especially putting out art in whatever forms uh, to of course bring in the element of uh, nature and of course healing people along your journey and that is so 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 beautiful and all the best for your rebranding and uh, i hope to see um, a whole lot of art uh, you know which you would of course put out for all of us to see on your social media platforms Uh so thank you again. Thank you so much to you. Thank you. Thank you for the beautiful time for me to you know, share some insight of um how it started and it was um good experience for me sharing all this with, with everyone out there. Thank you. Yes, my pleasure and uh, thank you. Well that was quite a delightful conversation with Chandrika. Let's look into what were the key learnings. Well Chandrika took us through a journey of her quitting job and pursuing art and uh, she was inclined towards music art culturals etc she learned and pursued art learned the various art forms different techniques and always explored art by traveling to different countries working on various projects and of course taking nature as her inspiration We also uh, asked her about her business, Artal Creations, and how it came about. And uh, at the moment, she offers canvas paintings, mural paintings, and mandalas. And she shortly plans to get into art advisory and interior designing, and also mainly art therapy. Her favorite pieces of art is her first art piece on Adi Yogi, which was a canvas painting. We also saw. her challenges as a solo pruner and how she got started with this journey and how she quit her 9 to 5 job to do something on her own and uh, she mentions uh, clearly that having a business of one's own is all about the dedication and commitment one can put into it and of course the battle is quite within us not with anyone else or anything and it's all about going with the flow and uh, you know just getting involved with the process and not bothering about the result or the outcomes she also spoke about her current projects and plans and how she does yoga meditation and dance as a part of her well-being routine thank you for joining me on this episode If you liked the episode and felt this had some value then please comment in the description section and also share the link with your friends likewise you can comment on instagram or take a screenshot of the episode and post it on instagram stories don't forget to tag me @shwetasikrish invest in yourself as this is the best insurance you can have no matter what life throws at you <laughs>